the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by Alpha Site uh, Logistics. If you're doing an event in Imperial Valley, these guys have been setting up equipment for over 20 years, especially if you need a portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Give them a call at 760-352-8383. And get on their list so you won't go without. And thank them a ton for sponsoring SDORC Dirt Radio. Audrey Mason's in the house. Ed Stoven is racing at an old man's race. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's out at uh, Glen Helen having a good time with the old school Scramblers racing group. Um, he just redid his 1973 Yamaha um, MX360 and... Uh, Fixed it all up and got it ready, and now he's out there with uh, some vintage racing going on with the old school scramblers, having a good time. So good luck, Ed. I know he's. Uh, I talked to him this morning. He completed one race already. He's got three more to go today, and having a great time up at Glen Helen. Uh, also, want to say Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Yeah. It is Father's Day today, so uh, all those off-road dads and. <sighs> Uh, families that are having a good time. It's is the end of the season. It's um, uh, too hot to be out in the desert having a good time. So hopefully you're around here in the mountains and out in the forests and getting up to escape the hot weather and still getting out and exploring and adventuring and having a good time. Uh, got a couple of things that we want to touch base on this week. Uh, one, the Air Pollution Control District meeting just happened on Friday. Was that good so, news or bad news? I don't know the way that it went. I, unfortunately, I'm, had to work, so I had to miss it. Um, but I did look at uh, Friends of Oceana Dunes, posted a couple of things. Jared McLeod uh, posted. Uh, Joshua Epstein was on it, and he posted about it. Um, posted their comments and what they made and what was said by the Air Pollution Control District. And it looks like they're just following suit, and they're going to completely ignore um, UCSD. And, yep, uh uh-huh, and um, Dr. uh, Lynn Russell from UCSD's uh, comments on the PM10, um, the particles that are out there, um, and what they've done. 
Uh, there's a lot of pushback for the stipulated order of abatement and having that removed um, because they have shown and the science that Friends has gathered through their own third-party experts has shown that um, the PM10 has been even greater this year with less than half the camping. More than 75% of the dunes have been um, mitigated with their orange fencing or planted with, with their um, non-native grasses and, you know, what whatever they've done to try and reduce the amount of uh, basically sand from the beach. Blowing Imagine that in. blowing into the neighboring homeowners association. Um, so that's been... Uh, it's going to be interesting to follow. The uh, meeting just happened on Friday. There's going to be another big one in October. Uh, we do need more people to, you know, I think right now, because I've missed the last two air pollution control district meetings that have been really rather important, and the one coming up in October will be I will schedule myself off work to make sure that I miss, I make that meeting. Um, uh, there was also another huge important meeting this week, aside from the Air Pollution Control District, which was the Desert Tortoise mm. um, Council that uh, was going on this week. Um, they're meeting to discuss what's going to happen. They're starting the new uh, uh Review in NEPA, um, the National Environmental Protection Act, uh, is going to begin to determine the management plan for our California desert tortoise. Um, so Ed was able to attend the, that meeting. Um, there was two meetings this week on the 14th and the 15th for them. Um, and Ed, Ed was able to attend those and ask some good questions on them. So that was good. We'll see what comes from that. Um, he asked if there was a proposed plan that might affect OHV routes in the areas that they are looking at right now. And um, they said no, that they are not looking to affect any legal OHV routes as of now. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll plan to stay on that one, too. So out of those, it's kind of... Uh, like it always is. Always is. It wasn't good news. You know, it, it's pretty much staying the same course on them. Um, well, you, the desert tortoise takes millions of dollars out of the OHV fund for what they do to protect them and and uh, work on that. And, and it's the same with what they do with, with the Air Pollution Control District and the... Uh, mitigated orders of abatement, the stipulated order of abatement there, and, and putting in the fencing and everything. It's just such a waste of tax dollars. Um, and how do we hold them accountable? Um, so that's, it's been... Tough battle. It's a tough battle this week, yeah. Yeah, tough battle this week going on. Um, there's a, definitely going to be some... Big ones to follow there, yeah. I think. Um, the Air Pollution Control District still has their stranglehold on, um, and they're pushing and pushing and pushing the false science and the false narrative and the blame on the OHV um, when, again, it's less than half OHV, less than half of, uh, or camping, less than half of the actual acreage that's available to you to actually go riding on there. So, you know, how they can still consider the blame and push the blame to us is just blows people my need, mind. People need to reach out to their, you know, their, you know, congressmen, senators, whatever. You got to reach out and it's not hard to find out who they are. All you got to do is go to org. Yep. Yeah. We have a list. You put in your zip code and, and it'll tell you who up. your representatives are. Yeah. It takes two minutes. And if you make a letter, 
and then put it on your desktop once a week. Just copy and paste and send, copy and paste and send, copy and paste and send. Yeah. You know, if you do that, you know, after a while, it's it's hopefully going to sink in that, you know, I mean, I don't mind if they, you know, do things with, you know, science-based. Okay, I get it. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, if you're dumping pollutants into a river, okay, then you need to go bust the people that are busting pollutants into the river. Yes. Okay, I get it. So do it. But if it's not and the science doesn't fit... It's like this Tijuana thing, you know, the Tijuana River down in Imperial Beach. You know, if any state in the United States dumped as much garbage into the water system, they'd be in prison. But for some reason, our administration is giving Mexico a pass. And I got to tell you, it's not just this administration. It's just it's been every administration. It's been every administration. It's been over twenty years for the pollution. And we're not getting anything out of out of Mexico that justifies. What the damage they're doing to our ecosystem? Right? There's yeah. no benefit. I I just don't get it. Yeah. it may, it's insane. But yeah, I agree with you on but that. But you one. gotta contact your you know your your people. Yes, sdorc.org. We have a link on there um, under legislation. You go there. It takes you to the actual government website. You can go to um, the government website. You put in your zip code. Tells you who um, or your your exact address. Tells you exactly who all of your representatives are that you can reach out to. Um, and it's it's actually really vital that you do. Uh, our our senator, my senator knows. My assembly member knows. Um, it goes through. Uh, they have to make comments on it when certain things get mm-hmm. pulled into and when they can put or send a letter to the air pollution control district in advance, you know, uh, uh, providing feedback and opinion on right. on that area. It's huge. But if there's no feedback, that. they're not doing nothing. No. And they need to hear from you, their constituent, to know that it's an important issue. It's a, vi- you know, that they need to be aware of and comment on. Their staffers need to know what's going on so that they can follow it and and make sure of what's going on with it. Uh, it's it's of the utmost importance. We need more people involved. I think um, there was only a handful of people that were on the Desert Tortoise um, meeting this week. And there was, a, you know... Um, uh, even less, I think, that we're actively involved with the air pollution control district meeting this week. Right. So, you know, you can't just wait for somebody else to, to do the, to jo- do the do job. job. You know, right. you have to be step up and make the comment as well. Unless too. you don't care. Yeah, unless you don't care. If you don't care, then fine. Ignore us. We're going to take a break. This is SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire, and I got a story. Uh, my One of my co-hosts off the gun show called me up and says, man, I need a set of 37s for my Jeep. And I says, well, have I got the guy for you? And they have not stopped talking about the quality of tire, the service, how happy they were, and the price. So, Wayne Miller Tire, that's your one-stop shop for tire replacement. 619-596-2800. 
All right. So we were talking a little bit about legislation, which always gets the show started off just hunky-dory. Yes, legislation. So if you don't get involved and you don't make those comments, we don't, don't want to hear I don't want to hear from you when no. the gate gets closed and you get upset about it and Yeah. So. And if you're a if you're a side-by-side company that sells them motorcycles and you're here in town and and you're not sponsoring this show, then you know, shame on you because you know you're the one that's going to lose out of this deal when all of a sudden you don't have inventory or if you have it you can't sell it because nobody can do anything with it then you know we really don't want to hear about it you know especially speaking of senate bill 894 so what is that uh, brian jones um we've been talking about this one for the last few months this is uh 894 is the competition red sticker bill Mm -hmm. to buy a uh, competition dirt bike or motorcycle Mm -hmm. uh to go racing with and having them being able to be registered and tracked um, so that you can have it on public lands because currently the the red sticker program uh, sunsetted it, it, it expired and so we've been trying to move this through this would be the third year that it's gone in um, or, or the fourth year that it's gone in through that we've been trying to work it every year since it's had issues and um, at, uh, last year it almost went through but because of COVID the only reason why it didn't make it was because it had money attached to it so right at the very end it 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 basically died this year it is streamlining through it passed out of committee um uh, all all yays no nays on the first committee that it went to uh, passed out of the second committee same thing um hundred uh, percent vote for for yay um it just passed on the 16th out of its next committee the assembly uh, transportation committee and again a 14 l yay and zero nays why are we going through so many committees oh it has to jump through different (sighs) you have to hit all the committees in the assembly then it goes back to the senate that's why we are are any changes on it it has to go to the senate and then the senate has to accept Mm. it and then it has to be um yep and then it gets approved and then it gets voted on one final time uh, by the the governor once it passes through both the senate and the assembly um if there are any changes made it has to go back to who it originated from which this is the senate bill is sb 894 um and then uh it goes to the to the governor to to sign the bill into law government's too big oh (laughs) way too big so many different departments this is with me like with doctors and and so off course but you know 20 years ago your doctor was the one that you went to for everything now you've got a board a board yeah you have to see 20 different doctors for the one thing that you're having the issue with i don't don't get me started it's the same thing with government yeah Yeah, i know um but that's huge it just passed out of the other committee um assembly transportation committee uh there were no um Nothing was striked out of it. Nothing was added to it. Uh, so that's absolutely huge news for uh, the competition red sticker bill. I know lots of people are having questions on it. There's lots of confusion on it. Um, I just received an email uh, from an old timer who was confused um, saying and he's from Central California. And he was saying that from now on, that absolutely no sticker, whether you were green or red sticker, was allowed to be on public land at all. So that's not how it's working. All your old bikes you can continue continue to ride on. It's literally a 2022 or newer yeah. red sticker bike, which is not supposed to be on public land. So where is he getting his information? Lands. There's a lot of confusion in regards to But I mean, the how, how could that be? I mean, it's pretty black and white. 
it's black and white to you and me because we've been talking about it for months. But most people, it's not out there in the news. They're not talking about it. So well, unless you're yeah. you're following along and you're interested in it and you know um, mm. the facts, it's it's hard to find the facts on it. So, um, but those that I've asked, uh, there's definitely articles out there. We're willing to share those articles and and inform you of them. Um, again, this is why it's of, of the utmost importance to be involved because. If this legislation doesn't make it through and it has to go to another year, then who knows what's going to happen. But this one looks pretty smooth so This far. one looks like it's it's streamlining through, yeah, with, with it having no nays, and it's gone through three separate committees now, and it's passed out of each one um, 100%. I mean... Bill, that doesn't happen to bills, you yeah. know. So that's it. Yeah, because news. job security is messing with stuff like this and making it go back and making it be redone. See how pro- see how good I am. Look at that. I stopped this bill just so, just for you, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. guess what? You're not helping. You're you're not helping the problem. You are the problem. You are a part of the problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's like say, well, and the, you know, the benefits is all the way. I mean, what in who in their right mind would buy them? I mean, does the government think that you should be able to buy a bike, not register it, yeah. not insure it, yep, and have no paperwork on said product? Yeah, yeah, you have no paperwork on it. Whether so, if it gets stolen, it can't get tracked. Then you shouldn't have to pay tax on it when you buy the bike. Oh, that's a good point. Why should you pay tax on something that you can't register? You can't. It's not legally yours. Wow, that's a really good point because it's going to take at least a year for this to go into effect. That would be helpful to those that have because right now, unless you're pulling a personal loan, you right. there's, there's no way you can get a loan for this vehicle. No. So you're either paying outright cash for it, right. or you have to get a personal loan for it. So you can't I would get a loan. send a send a note to your your uh, constituents and or your uh, your assemblymen's and all that and say yep. okay. If you don't pass it, then you should eliminate sales tax. If I decide to buy the bike and take a chance of owning something that if it gets stolen, I'll never see it again, I shouldn't have to pay tax. I 100% agree on that. And they'll say, oh, well, <laughs> we can't do that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yep. Yeah. Ed said um, uh, a couple weeks ago on the on the radio show when we were talking, and I've brought this up once or two times other since then, um, was in 2000 when they originally changed the registration, when they originally put this into effect, what was it, 98, and then it took it to 2000 for it to actually go. And then it took them four years at the DMV office after that to get the registrations right between red sticker and green sticker and the bikes. So what they ended up doing before 2004 was was they just grandfathered them all in and everything was green sticker before 2004 for that period of time right. from 98 to 2004. I'm very interested to see how it's going to play out with the DMV and what's going to happen because you know we already have people who have purchased 2022 competition red sticker bikes that no paperwork. Well, they got a green sticker in the mail. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, one of Ed's good well, friends I'll just, I'll got, a good, show, got a green sticker in the mail. I'll show you how messed up these people are. Now, this has been quite a few years back, but a group in Sandy or Davis, California, took almost 30000 out of the green sticker program. Yeah. Built a go-kart track. Hmm. How many go-karts contribute to the green sticker program? Not one. 
Not one. Not one. But I'm just showing but you. But if it's grant money and it's in, that's an off-road thing. No, they a, found out about it. Somebody in, in the Green Sticker program found out about it. and They had wanted their it. money back? They wanted or? their money back. And we oh, told wow. them, no, you gave it to us. We have all yeah. the documentation. Well, that's, but that just shows you there's go, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Because that could be dirt track or it could be flat track. But it was an asphalt half-mile road course. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. With a tower. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit. And I was not happy about it either because I didn't know that the people in Davis, but they knew what they were doing. They yeah. knew what they were doing, and they did it intentionally to get the money to build the track. Okay, yeah. it was a fun track, except that Knuckleheads built it on a landfill, so it constantly moved. Oh. But no, I mean, but I can't overemphasize it, folks. Go to sdorc.com. Dot org. Makeup.org. Make up a letter that you're going to send to politicians and then put it on your on your uh, desktop and once a week send it in you know if you can put a bill in it a bill number that'd be great uh in fact i think that would that would really be important that way they can associate it with the bill that's trying to go through the 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 maze yeah you can reach out to us info at sdorc.org ask questions we'll help you out any way that we can right. um depending on what your interest is and and what you want to comment on whether it be the air pollution control district the california coastal commission and you know uh pismo beach oceana dunes whether it be the forest what's going on right now in Inio, sierra national forest um san bernardino forest with the uh, NEPA trails and and the National Monument right now with them, uh, Mojave, with them looking up at all the trails, the WIPO um, and the NEPA going in there, because uh, there's a very strong possibility that we are going to lose a lot of OHV trails right now um, with that and what's going on, whether it be to the competition red sticker, um, eight, uh, Senate Bill 894, and what's going on with that, and if you're into racing and you want to know what where your dirt bike's at and um, where you can legally take it and not take it. And right. That, and such so we're well, always here to help so i've got to throw us I, I forgot to tell you about this is when i was in alaska i was talking to a guide that took us out in the back country and he was and he also takes fishing tours and hunting tours and the fishing tours he says he says the department of, of game he says they have a system where they trap all these fish okay and then they release them and they stand there with a clicker to, to count and they count these fish that, that are being released so they can decide whether you're allowed to fish or not i says you mean to tell me they release all these wiggly fish and they all come flying out of these chutes and these people get an accurate count and then they use that data to close down the river or open the river are you serious he goes, yeah. He says, it drives me. He's apt. Because I asked him, I said, you should work for the fishing games. I wouldn't work for those people if they paid me. He says, they are just, it's, and so, I, and every time I hear a story like that, you know, closing this, closing that, closing yeah. this, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it really, I mean, the Pismo Beach thing makes all the sense in the world because you've got, you know. You know, home builders trying to make a profit yep. off a piece of property. You know, and I, I I understand where that's at, but God, it's just, it just makes me crazy. Makes me crazy. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. 
All right, folks. Welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by PRMI Mortgage. Chris Wiley, if you're doing refi, uh, if you're doing a reverse mortgage, or if you're in the military and you want to figure out how to buy a home with your GI Bill, Chris is the guy. He could teach you anything and everything you ever wanted to know about it. His phone number is... 619-722-1303. Also, San Diego Off-Road Magazine's been around since the 80s. Steve and Sherry have put their heart and soul into this publication. First, it was a magazine. Now, it's online. But it hasn't missed a beat as far as content goes, whether you're you want to know about what's going on in the desert from a legal standpoint, maybe just whether what's open, what's closed, what can you sleep, can you sleep there, can you not sleep there. And then a classified section where they have everything imaginable, you know, that's off-road related from motorcycles to gear to you know, you name it, it's there. And then they'll uh, Ed, our co-host, he even writes in uh, uh, articles a couple times a month. So, you know, if you haven't Taking a look at it, go to ssorm.com. All right, so what do we got coming up? What else you got? Well, uh, we were just talking uh, fish and game, so Mm -hmm. we can talk. um, They just met this week, too. We talked about it last weekend for the Joshua Tree, um, the the, uh, State of California uh, Fish and Wildlife Agency. I still want to call them Fish and Game. They're always going to be Fish and Game to me. But it's the Fish and Wildlife Agency. Um, The commission just met this week to vote on listing the Joshua tree as an endangered species or not. Um, This is from the CBD, the Center for Biological Diversity, which is pushing for it. Um, They're the ones that have filed the suit to try and get it listed. Um, They have failed at trying to get it listed federally three times. Um, So this would not be federal. It would not affect the Bureau of Land Management uh, land um, and access to that land. But it could potentially affect the state of California if it does get listed. What's Um, your reasoning for making it because last time i was out there they're pretty thick they are pretty thick uh there was a fire that went through there a lot of them burned but it didn't really devastate them they grow uh it does take them decades to grow but i mean there are hundreds of thousands of them in our high desert in the california high desert well you know of course they're they're calling them an endangered species they want them um to be in an endangered species they want everything to be because that's what the california for center Center for Biologic Diversity does. They they try to sue um, for all sorts of different species to protect them, to mitigate the resources uh, around that's them. That's how they make to, money. That's how they make their money, yeah, because they can if you if they win, then every penny that was spent on the lawsuit, on their time, on what they, you know, they, they get it reimbursed and they mm. get it back from the state of California um, if it were to. Well, the um, the good news is is uh, and I I don't know what happened at the meeting. I don't know if one of the commissioners was not there. I don't know if he was out sick. I don't know if he just didn't vote um, uh, or withheld his vote. I'm not sure how that played out. But um, it's a five um, five commission board or five person board mm-hmm. for the commissioners. Um, and it when they voted this week, it was two to two. Um, so, and there's, there's, so, you know, that obviously matched even. Um, and so, uh, there's a, it's going to the next meeting. It's going to be a very important meeting to make comments for email. Um, we have access for, uh, who you need to send it to on our website, 
sdorc.org. Um, we have uh, Ed has an example letter. If you need help, we can provide you with that. Um, the next meeting is in October. Um, one more commissioner needs to be. Oh, that's why he has here. Ed actually said it's they're missing a commissioner. One more commissioner needs to be appointed before October. Oh, and that's what they're, Ed was talking that's about. That's what he Ed was, was talking about. Yeah. Um, last they week. won't let him on. He's too positive. Well, no, he's on, but he's not on that one. He's only on the San Diego County. Uh, um, yeah, so he was thinking of applying for the state of California. He's on the San Diego County Fish and Wildlife mm, Commission. Um, board. And, yeah, and he is a Fish and Wildlife Commissioner for the uh, uh, County of San Diego. So this would be the state of California. Um, I'd do it if I was him. Yeah, well, I, I believe he did apply to for it um so we'll see uh it's you don't give it you don't get paid for it you volunteer your time you 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 pay your own way um you have to travel there's eight meetings throughout the year for anybody who's interested in it because you can apply anybody can apply for this position um and so uh there's eight meetings per year you have to pay your own way and travel to them where they are um some of them are zoom but a lot of them are actually at locations so that you can walk yeah they're in they're all in california um but they want you to partake to to be at the location to explore the location so that you know more about what it is that you're voting on obviously what a concept what a concept right um so that's happening in october that's another big one for october um, as uh, the Air Pollution Control District meeting is also going to be in October, and that will be another huge meeting that happens. So um, definitely stay up, get involved, mm. become active, speak up, uh, and, you know, and can't just rely on the dedicated ones that are out there. We really yeah. need more people to step up and get involved. Um, it blows my mind. You know, I'm, I'm 35 years old, and I am one of the youngest people that is active mm. in in this that i see anywhere most, you should join the board most everybody is older you should get in the board for the fish and wildlife oh i don't know why not oh just like you said i want to be in the right that's a huge regulation to follow and track which don't get me wrong i was born and raised as a hunter i know all about the well, tags saying, i know how many be, you got to take i know where you got to go and what you got to do and you know and who knows where that could where your future could be with that yeah, yeah, true. That's a good good point of view. I mean, you're only, I mean, you're young enough. I mean, you can get into it. I mean, you, you've got a job that's somewhat flexible. Well, somewhat flexible. Well, you know, they'll, if you told them what you were doing, I don't think they would say, that's a terrible thing to do. You can't do it. Because no. it's for the environment. It's for the families. It's for kids. Yeah. No, it's. I'm just saying. When it comes to that, even though we have different points of view and a political aspect of it, I believe we have the same environmental points of view. I mean, one of the as long key, as it's not the key thing driven. of the San Diego Off-Road Coalition is to preserve the natural environment yeah. for, for future generations right. to partake in having. Yeah, you know, not destroy it. Not destroy it. So, you know. Not to make big, money off of it. Nope, not at all. Well, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, you're so deep into this already you know, it just seems to me like this is an opportunity that should kind of be hard to turn down. Yeah. Really, when you stop and think about it. Yeah. 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 Don't get paid for it. Just another volunteer thing. Yeah, but um, that's, money's not the, I mean, you know, money's not the main motivator to you when it comes to this subject matter. No, not at all. I don't, this yeah. is my passion. Right. I don't get paid for any of this right. that we do right. at all. So and that's why I'm saying, you know, if Ed doesn't want to pull the trigger... 
Oh, speaking oh, of Ed. Yeah, Ed. we were just hey, talking. We're talking about you. Oh, yeah. my ears are burning. Yeah, they should be. I'm trying to talk Audrey into going for the state commissioner position since you won't take uh, it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you. You know, it's a, a kind of a prestigious position. You look at the uh, bio of the others, and there's PhDs that uh, teach in universities in the biological sciences. So it's 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 not like you apply and you get it. And no, no, but I mean, you got to remember, theory. you and Audrey are grassroots. You eat, mm-hmm. sleep, and drink yeah. it. I mean, Audrey more uh-huh. so than you because she hunts and fishes. Yeah. That's true. I, and I would love to see her uh, get on there. Uh, and I, I may throw my hat in, but it's a, it's, it's a bigger deal. There's more meetings, and there's more stuff to know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, if it wasn't a, if it wasn't a topic you weren't interested in, then I would say fine, don't bother. But it seems to be mm. a topic both of you guys are interested in, and for Audrey, it could be her. You know, who knows? Maybe she could retire, you know, down the road and, and do this full time. That would be awesome. Stranger, stranger. Th- well, did you win your race, you know. or did you fall off? <laughs> no, uh, neither. I got a flat in my second race. I'm, I, oh. I just found an inner tube, so I'm. I'm about to pull my tire off. Uh-huh. Um, Bummer. First race, I didn't do that well. Should have went I, to uh, Wayne it's Miller. I've ever, it's just, <laughs> I wish he was here. It's my first time I've ever ridden this motorcycle, so I'm sort of shaking it down. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I rode it up and down the street, but on any kind of dirt surface, it's my first time. So it's working pretty good. But uh, the, the, the flat, I um, ripped the stem off. Going into the turns, I used the brake hard, and it actually twisted the rim relative to the tire. Mm. I have a rim lock, but it wasn't enough. I mean, Bummer. this kind of racing, you really got to brake hard, and, and I was braking hard. And Anyway, I'm working through my uh, my issues. What's your next race? But, what time's your next race? Uh, in about 40 minutes. How long does it take to change a tube? Mm, 40, we'll see. 40 minutes. Uh, 38. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. 38. Try and yeah, beat I, the I rim back. I, Got a rubber mallet. I, uh, oh, did you bend the rim? Uh, no, I, I just pulled off when I got it. I mean, I have ridden long ways on flat tires, but it's just not fun. Is there a big crowd there today? Uh, like a medium crowd. There's three different races at the facility. And um, I'm on the, the truck track, and um, Must be an ice cream I'm not really sure by. about the other. Tell the ice cream truck to turn his bell off. Hey, man. Yeah. Oh, no, the guy next to me stopped him. <laughs> and you can hear that, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of funny. It's, at least we're not at uh, Superstition. <laughs> oh, good. I'll never live that down. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was proud of you, Audrey. I don't care what anyone says. I was so mad. I was as mad as you were. I was, you know, I'd gone over the bars, and I was kind of sore, and I was tired, and it was the event was finally over, and I was going to bed, and then here comes Ice Cream Man. It was like midnight after our Lost Lizard crashed that day. There's an ice cream truck out there? I invited him for the Lost Lizard to join us during to, you know, help pass out ice and, yeah. and desserts yeah. for the kids and everything. Yeah, it's a family event. He shows up at, at 10.30 at night. He's cruising through. It was like 12.15. I was so done for it. I'd been up since 4 oh that morning Lord. to make the Lost Lizard happen. I may have made a scene. I may have, I may have walked over and screamed and yelled. Stuffed, and, and Stuffed an ice cream 
where the sun oh, don't shine. I got pictures of his license, and I complained to the Bureau of Land Management. Guess whose permit was revoked the following year? Because you don't come, and you don't go after it's 10 o'clock. At, you're not supposed to be out right. there after 10 o'clock. You're not supposed to be, you know. So, yeah. God. But I may have made a scene in, in an appropriate in an appropriate. So now he's gone. Scene. Oh well. Yeah. All right. So so this is just so for, I, I wrote, who are you racing I with? One race. What group? Oh, it's called um, Old School Scrambles Racing Group. So it's it's like a level smoother than motocross. Where are they based it, at? Uh, I'm not sure where Tammy's out of, but they only race at Glen Helen. Huh. Hmm. Well, if you see her, if you see her, tell her if she'd like to, you know, promote the club down at, on KUSI TV. Let her, let me know. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll tell her. I was talking to her earlier. Yeah. Called her yesterday for uh, details. Like, okay, what time are you supposed to be here? Yeah. All that because you know every minute of sleep helps when you have to get up at five, fifteen, five thirty. Oh yeah. Well, with that, that with, with his weekend show. With that being said, go change your flat tire. We're taking a break. Hey, uh, sorry I'm not in the office. I'll see you later. You got it. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. K&J Termite and Pest Control. If you care about keeping your house free of pests, so do they. They will be more than happy to come out give you an estimate once they walk the property and uh, put you on a maintenance program and you never have to worry about bugs again. Give them a call at 619-441-7378. Tell them you heard it right here on S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So uh, we were on the phone with Ed. He had to take off. He's got to get his tire changed. He's up at Glen Helen Racing. Um, we've talked about the Desert Tortoise Council meeting. We talked about Joshua Tree um, and the Fish and Wildlife Commission, um, the Air Pollution Control District meeting. Um, I think the only thing that I have left to touch base on um, is the DAC, the Desert Advisory Council. Um, applications are still open right now. Um, Ed actually just termed out this month from his three-year mm. um, appointment on the Desert Advisory Council. Um, he sent in an application to stay on, um, and he hasn't heard um, he actually told me that he, he, when he followed up on it uh, a couple weeks ago, that he was told that the applications were lost. So he just had to reapply. Um, he is now appointed to the Mojave Trails National Monument DAC subgroup. He's heard of that. Um, his idea is to try and keep as many routes in the management plan as possible. Um, we've talked about that. That actually is currently under WIPO, um, the Western Mojave Protection. Well, it's Environmental Protection Group. It's, That'll uh, work. It's something like that, yeah, yeah. But basically, they're looking at it and reviewing all of the trails um, and and what uh, what they need to close down and and what's going to stay open and available. And but why do they need? What's the reasoning for closing them down? Um resource 
mitigation is the number one thing. Um, protecting natural resources, archaeological finds, um, uh, basically endangered species out there uh, and such. So, And then the other thing is, is, is trails used. There are um, trails on the ground that uh, are, are not in their, their plans. And so we have to go through, they have to compare trails on the ground as to what's actually on their maps and what's actually been regulated, surveyed. Um, surveyed means it's had a biologist, archaeologist, every geologist uh, out there, every ologist that there is that can review it has to go through and survey it and approve it. Yeah, but see, I can't help but think about Ed every time that, come, that topic comes up. And I can't remember exactly where it was, but, you know, you guys wanted to put a fire trail in and you want to do a bunch of stuff. And they said, no, 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 no. Yep. And then a fire came in and wiped out everything. Yeah. Yeah. That was in Pine Valley. That was So the, all the little critters, all the, you know, you know dangerous yeah. plants. It was a butterfly. All the butter. Gone. Yep. So then what what does the government say then? Yeah. Uh, it's- Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll go find another place to close. Yeah, yeah. Let's close it down even more now yeah. for, for the next two to three years until it grows back so that the areas surrounding it might be able to be opened yeah. again, depending mm-hmm. on. It just makes okay. no sense to me at all. None. Yeah. I yeah. really just don't get it. But No, it drives me up the wall. I think it drives um, a lot of people up the wall, and so it should. I mean, if if it makes sense, fine. But if it doesn't make common sense to the the normal person walking down the street, then. But you, you know, and I, logically thinking, is totally different than the wackos. Else's. I just, you know, I I realized that again this week when I had to have a conversation with another one of them that I'm just like I just. The way our minds work to way that other people's minds work, it's mm-hmm. just not at all the same. It's like, um, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 So um, I want to do a shout out before the end of the show to uh, Jessie Puffenbarger. She is um, registered for the Rebel Rally coming uh-huh. up this year. Um, they're holding a charity event in a week and a half on Wednesday, June 29th. It's going to be up in Temecula. Um, what I love about this is it's not just going to go to uh, their team. They're splitting the profits 50-50 um, for this uh with the charity for the Animal Friends of the Valley. Um, mm. So she's up in Temecula. So it's the um, Temecula Valley Animal um, Friends of the Valley and the shelter there. Um, and they, she actually um, does uh, raise a decent amount of money. She's got quite a few sponsors for this. Um, Temecula Jeep Off-Road is um, the top sponsor that will be there. It's going to be Wednesday, June 29th from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Burgers and Beers in Temecula. Um, it'll be a great event. They're going to have a little raffle there. Um, I will be there in my Jeep representing San Diego Off-Road Coalition. I'll have a little table out with freebie giveaways, stickers and such, looking for membership and donations from an SDRC, um, as well as helping um, – with their raffle and helping promote uh, their event. So hopefully next week on Wednesday, the 29th, if you're not busy, you will feel like driving up to Temecula, um, you know, uh, meet us at Burgers and Beers, have a burger and a beer with me, um, sit down, talk, uh, whatever interesting points you have from all over the state of California, whether it be Pismo Beach, Oceana Dunes, to our own backyard, Corral Canyon, uh, Akatia Wells. Um, I don't know if Ed's going to be there or not. Um, I'm head up straight from work um so i get off at four so i'm literally going to probably be there 
half hour after it starts. <laughs> yeah, with traffic. Yeah, with yeah. traffic. So yeah, Jesse's saving me a spot for the Jeep and my table. And Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I think they... Uh, what are they driving? Jesse, her Jeep is um, called Arc Trooper, and it is built to the tilt. Oh, um, so they're not going in the stock class. No, she's not going in the stock. Her Jeep's on 40s, and and it has everything done to it that you could think of. Um, That'll bring her down to KUSI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll see if she can um, for this. So, it, uh, well, Do you I, have an opening between... I don't have... No, okay, I'm, I'm, then, I'm doing July and August now. But okay, I mean, but before the rebel. Yeah, but before the rebel, it'd be fun to have her in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, her Jeep is definitely one to show off. Uh, it, it is very impressive. Is her helmet as cool as yours? No, no. <laughs> Nobody's helmet is as cool as our yeah, helmet. Right. Uh, I just actually referred my uh, Mark Lewick, who yeah. did um, our custom helmets and and pinstriping for yeah. for our our rebel rally. Um, to to her? Uh, no, actually, a friend of mine for his Harley. He's going to go get his Harley all pinstriped oh, yeah. by Mark. We yeah. just had uh, Action Jackson from the Gun Show had his helmet done because he's going to start running out at uh, Barona, and Mark did a. 50 Studebaker for somebody that's wow. just unreal. They're having some a charity event. So, yeah, he's getting pretty popular in his old age. He's starting to come back more and more. Ugh, come so, back? What do you mean more pop? He was so popular <laughs> yeah, back I in know. the day. Was I know, but now it's more and more. Customs. Oh, so, man. you need to join storc.org, storc.org if you want to keep the back countries, the yep. deserts, the beaches, anything open. It takes uh, it takes a lot of money for uh, lobbyists because the left who wants to put you in your house and close the door yep. has more money than you can imagine, and they don't care about the environment. Don't let them kid you. It's all about the money. Yeah. And the only way we can fight it is to join the, all the different groups that are in San Diego County and around. Support them every way you can. If you're financially strapped because you can't afford a gallon of gas, well then, you know, volunteer your time. You know, make you know maybe you're yep. You have talents that they can use. You know, maybe it's arts and crafts and posters and decals or what have you. Well, if you volunteer your time for San Diego Off Road Coalition, and you're, we know that you're coming, and we know that you're going to be there for us, um, and it's a tough time, we reimburse your gas. We reimburse wow. you to come out wow, and be there. there. So if it if we need that volunteer and we need the coverage to work the event, mm-hmm. then we pay for your gas to get out there. That's wow. what part of of our, our volunteers. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, it's it's one of the things. You know, most people don't get it, but if you're in that hard spot and you need that reimbursement, mm-hmm. then we reimburse you for it. Uh, most people just just donate their time, their True. gas, their money for well, for each of the organizations. Well, That's and you what, know, it's not getting any cheaper. It's it's just going to continually continue to go up. You yep. know, it's going to continue to go up. So that that's a really good uh, that's a good point from S D O R C. Twenty five dollars a year. You, there's family packs. There's all kinds of ways yep. that you can be part of the program. Monthly meetings at the ranch house, um, and just tons and tons of events. Whether you're going to be hanging, you know, warning signs on the bombing range to cleaning up the freeways. I mean, get involved. If not for you, for your kids. In fact, take your kids with them. You leave the phones and the iPads and everything at home, and go out and enjoy the. Go out and enjoy the the country because I'll tell you it's 
that's why we do what we do, you know, yep. so that you can do that. If you want to go down. Yeah. Families that play together stay, stay together. Stay together. That's right. It's one of right. my favorite sayings. Mm-hmm. And the way that I was raised, I can say it is 100% true. Right. Um, and, you know, go out into the, if you haven't been out to the desert and seen the, the, at night and seen the stars, I mean, it's just mind boggling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, we just had a meteor shower the other day that was. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was absolutely spectacular for. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, so email us info at sdorc.org if there's any topics that you're aware of, anything that's going on that we need to be involved in, if we need to uh, raise awareness about. It is of the utmost importance that we hear from you as well. Um, again, we need more people to step up, become active, get involved. Yep. Um, become a member we're looking for more sponsorship uh we just renewed our radio contract and we we need more commercial ads so So if you want to get in front of a lot of uh off-road community you need to get a hold of storc.org backslash advertising and hook uh, yourself up all right audrey it's always fun quick hour as usual yep we will see you next week with bells on fm 961 am 1170 the answer Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com